Sounds like you're all bark, doggy. Hello, Smileton. Welcome to a comedy and music extravaganza that's coming at you live to tape straight from Smileton, Alberta, podcasting capital of the world. I'm ready to have some fun today. Let's go, Jason! Uh, uh, thank you, uh, Miss Elizabeth. I just have a question for you. No, this uh, is not a wrestling podcast. Wh- what was that right up front there? I, I heard some chirping well, from somebody, and I, I just like a little repeat because well, I don't think I can believe my ears quite. Okay. Chirp, chirp, chirp. But, okay. Yeah, I, so somebody in the audience was having a little yip-yap and didn't realize that we had already pressed play. Sounds like you're all bark, doggy. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's what happened there. So, uh, uh, Miss Elizabeth, mm-hmm. you're making my point for me. Yeah. I have long advocated that we get the studio audience who joins us for these shows out of here. Well. What kind of, the guy's coming at me. I haven't said one word on this show. The show hasn't even started yet. I I recognize the voice. This is my favorite podcast. They're fans. They're mega fans. They're super fans. And they're not going anywhere, Jason. He doesn't know what he's doing. Dear listener friend, you can see the struggles I have. And yet you're here. Maybe for the first time, maybe you're joining us again. But either way, you're set to to have some fun with us today. I'm going to ignore the naysayers. And I'm going to just embrace the comedy and the original music uh, caperings we got to do for I'm you today. I'm not scared of your little fire hose. Oh, yeah. Don't even remind me about the fire hose, pal. I, I am three seconds away from turning that thing loose on the Laudia up there and washing you out of here. I think he says bring it. Okay. Well, okay. I'm trying to get a show done. <laughs> okay. I'll we deal can... with that guy okay. later. Sounds good. Ridiculous. So, dear listener friend, we're going to have some fun today. I, You better buckle up. It's the summertime. It's probably nice where you are. You're probably out doing something productive. What are you doing? You're listening to a podcast. Calm down. Go If you're outside, go sit down somewhere so you can focus on the show properly. If you're driving a car, pull over. If you're at home, sitting there with your hands folded in your lap, intently listening, good work. Mm. Yeah, that there nothing less will do. I don't know if there's anyone more focused on listening to the podcast than you, Jason. No, because I'm, I'm listening right now and I'm wondering what's going to happen next. Yeah. Well, I think we should get to the fun. Yeah. Smileton has got a storied history. Indeed. Our beloved town, it's got a past that's as rich and as much of a panoply as you could want. Mm-hmm. So we like to open that old history book once in a while and dig up some treasures from Smileton's past in a segment we like to call This Week in Smileton History. It was this week, Jason, in 19... Uh, no, in 2018, when our... That's really recent, Jason. Uh, by my calculations. It's very recent. When a radio show purporting to be a live news broadcast reporting on an invasion by mole people... Tunneling underneath Smileton caused a townwide panic that made international headlines. Why do you want to bring this up? A townwide why, panic. Why don't Were you, you part leave? of this this I panic? Was, yes, I was part of the panic. Yeah. Miss Elizabeth, there's certain stories that are best left untold. I think this might be one of them. So well, if I might just suggest stop this is right there. Part of our history. 
It is, but not every. We're, we don't come off all that good every single time. Well, this might be one of those examples. It's super interesting. I'm always interested in what's going on underground. Uh, you're a, yeah, you're a muckrake. And so mole people is definitely something that might have been going on underground. So this is important. The morning began as it usually does in Smileton with the good people of our town tuned into the audio-only simulcast of the popular morning show Wake Up Smileton. Yeah, I don't. That's. That's baffling to me. I don't know why people do that. It's a terrible show. It's not any better when you just listen to it. It gets us all together as a community. <sighs> they were discussing Orson Welles's famous radio adaptation of the H.G. Wells story, War of the Worlds, that caused a sensation. It did indeed. One of the hosts joked that someone should do a Smileton version of this story featuring mole people or something. And this half-heard quip quickly became the startling news that Smileton was indeed under attack from below by the nefarious mole are people. You, are you telling me that's how it actually started? That's how it started. It was just a very small suggestion. Everybody heard the suggestion. A few people picked up on it and away okay, we were. My, at the I heard about it from my buddy Sidewinder and he told me a 15 minute story about how the yeah. mole men were attacking. Stories develop and develop very quickly here in Smileton. 90% so of the town fled. Yeah. Within, I'm not sticking around to get uh, uh, mauled by more people. I couldn't find you anywhere when I was trying to oh, trying to figure out if I should I'm pick sorry. you up I'm sorry. on my way out of town. So within two hours of the quip, 90% of people were gone and the remaining 10% battled each other in what they thought was a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah, it was a mess, Miss Elizabeth. And I'm fun. sorry, I'm, I'm personally apologizing to you for fleeing town. I'm sorry I have a healthy survival instinct. You ran out like on foot because I was trying to pick you up in a okay, car. I, just, and... I told you that this story is better left uh, buried in the pages. <laughs> we don't need it. Okay, continue. Mayor Patty Pepper did her part to whip up the excitement that did not help yeah, by no taking to the airwaves to claim, I'm sure this was erroneously, that she was a prisoner of the mole people and won't someone please rescue her. When it became clear that an attack from the mole people was not happening that day, yeah. residents returned and sheepishly resumed their normal lives. Okay. So, Jason, you can't blame them. There are there are incredible tunnels underneath Smileton. It's not that crazy of an idea that there might be something living under there. In the harsh light of day, it's kind of crazy, Miss Elizabeth. Crazy. When you have the mayor taking to the airwaves to, 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 to put her stamp on this story, yeah. well, I don't know what she thought she was up to. I didn't hear was... that because I was long gone by gone. that point. Do you feel like that might have been just a flat out lie? Well, that she was captured by yeah. more people? Yeah, doesn't smell right to me, Miss Elizabeth. I, I think there might be something fishy there. I feel like you might notice if you were or weren't captive by mole people. Well, I, I don't even know what that means. Well, of means course you would. You would have noticed. So for sure, that has to be, have been a lie. Or maybe <laughs> maybe it really was really happening. I don't know what you're saying. The question, Elizabeth. because of her claim, I think yes. the question comes even stronger. Like, is she actually lying? That, yes, she that, was lying, Miss Elizabeth. Okay. There, I don't, you seem to be in doubt whether there was mole people or not. I'm telling you there wasn't. I'm telling you, this is a story that got out of control. It's a weird I panicked, line. and I'm not going to apologize for it. Okay. Uh, but what uh, what the, I'm, st I'm starting to think the real problem here is is uh, you uh, bringing up these things. You're rattling the bones in yeah. the old skeleton closet, and you should keep the door closed. Get outside, get some fresh air, and, and, and think about something more positive. Yeah, we are not currently being attacked by mole people. The, just the, to put that yeah, out. Oh, there. hilarious, Miss Elizabeth. The town came off kind of dumb in that story, and you're kind of you're reopening these old wounds. Just careful. That's all. 
okay, let me let me, let me tell you something a little bit uh, a little bit different, a little bit more uh, positive. Okay. From Smilton's past, it was this day in 1992 that the longest street hockey game ever to take place in Smilton occurred. Wow. A thrilling game between the parachute pants and the Hulk Hogan's lasted eight days, Miss Elizabeth. What? How is that possible? Eight full days. Well, grit, determination. Okay. If you don't know what those words are, look them up. All right. Amazingly, the score was tied 0-0, and the vast majority of the eight days was actually played in sudden death overtime. Makes sense. Day after day of over-the-top intensity, Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. Did yeah. anybody have a heart attack? That sounds super stressful. The casualty count was low. Those who were there remember a number of exciting scoring chances early in the first day, but these gave way to a grim war of attrition as the sun rose on the second day of the battle. Team captains MC Bammer and Hulkamaniac not... Okay, uh, problem? MC Bammer is a great name. It is a great name. Yeah. You, you, you laugh at great names and I think, why can't <laughs> I be called something like that? Okay, well, we can think of something for you. And, uh, okay, write your... MC Jammer. Okay, okay, write your suggestions down on a postcard and okay. throw it in the garbage. <laughs> Team captains MC Bammer and Hulkamaniac 9 did their best to keep up morale as the enthusiasm of the players waned. A rule was proposed where if you had to leave to go to work, you had you had to first find a replacement. League officials refused the proposal, stating that they didn't care if this game goes until the end of time, there would be a winner. By day three, scoring chances had evaporated and play largely consisted of half-hearted shuffling in the neutral zone. Intense, Miss Elizabeth. And yeah, half-hearted, but still, you never knew you which way that tennis ball was going to go. I mean, where are you grabbing a little snooze? Where are you so, grabbing your plate of spaghetti during all this time? So, sometimes slow and lethargic can be riveting. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. It came as a complete shock when, at the end of day eight, winger brother Hulka dude took possession of the tennis ball, charged it into the zone, and blasted it past the sleeping goalie Percy Sneep. Wow. Shocking. Exhausted players were too tired to celebrate and agreed to party properly the following weekend. And history records that from that day on, Brother Hulka Dude never had to pay for a drink or a meal in Smilton ever again. Wow. Tales of courage. Yeah. This has been This Week in Smilton History. Mm -hmm. Okay, kind of a a Janice face guy uh, edition of of the history. One face, uh, embarrassing. Uh, should be shuttered away in shame. I don't think we should. And the be other face, eight days of grit. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna put that on a T-shirt, Miss Elizabeth. Eight days of grit. Okay. That sounds good to me. Well, there was a good thing and a bad thing in that previous segment. There's a good thing and a bad thing coming up right now. Mm-hmm. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah, I need help introducing segments, Miss Elizabeth. If there's one thing I haven't been able to learn over the hundreds of podcast episodes. Uh, we've done together the, uh, and that's how to transition to a new segment yeah. so I thank you for triggering the sound clip of that person who doesn't even care about our show okay well wow <laughs> that's pretty bleak what do you mean that was bleak bleak he cares about the show does he he does he I... cares about and now there's gonna be a word from our okay, sponsor he doesn't do that for 800 other podcasts too no he doesn't he doesn't, he doesn't? Only for us that he's a he's a hello smountain exclusive that's right well then i stand correct of course paying the bills that's what it's about here that's why we're in this 
That's why you get into podcasting. Yeah. So we got to do what it takes for money to keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. That's why we have a paid advertisement. We do. So normally I'm enthusiastic. I support small and small business uh, like nobody else. I and it, it pleases me to get their words out. But sometimes there's a local organization who wants to step up where I where I think they're a bunch of charlatans. Okay, but they're and, giving us money though. They're supporting enough, our show. Uh, we'll we'll turn the mic over to you. As I've said, you pay enough money, you can say literally anything you want on this show. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, we're going to be testing this to the oh, limits here as we hear from. You, uh, it'll cost you dearly. It's going to cost you. something uh, around there. Yeah, if you can afford that, step up and pay up. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, uh, somebody did that uh, that we have to hear from now, and it's the Smileton Community Theater. So, Miss Elizabeth, maybe talk fast and let's just get through this. Well, it's quite a lengthy advertisement, so here it goes. There's nothing like a night out at the theater, and there's even more nothing like watching your neighbors get up there on stage and be the stars they were born to be. You could be up there on stage too someday, Jason. Yeah, that little phrase is, and what you've just read so far is enough to, like, if I didn't think it was impossible possible for me to ever go to this thing, I'd be even more put off it, if okay. that makes sense, Miss well, Elizabeth. Whether you are on stage or in the audience, live your dreams to the fullest by joining us at the Smileton Community Theater for our brand new 2023-24 season. Oh, so this is basically going to be See, this, detailing the season. Yeah, is the season in quotes? Because no. Because this is a Potemkin village of a community theater. Okay. Well, you think that there's no shows, but I'm about to show you what kind of shows okay. there are. Featuring three new productions and the return of a favorite, yeah. our new season will entertain Smileton. And if we're lucky, we'll maybe offer a little bit of food for thought, too. Improbable. First up is a world premiere of And Justice for Whom, exactly? Oi, oi, oi. A gritty courtroom drama penned by Smileton playwright Maureen Manfred and featuring Daisy Pepper as Alice, the single mom actress who gets called for jury duty and discovers all the other jurors are possessed by the devil. All of them. Wow. All of them are possessed by the devil. That Ken. sounds terrible. Yeah. So hence the title and justice for whom exactly. Can one play tear the lid off of societal injustice, chill us to our bones with demonic supernatural thrills and challenge our very conception of what a play should be? I'm here to tell you. Yes. Oh, well, I'll be missing that one. But demon possession and a courtroom drama. Yeah. It sounds amazing. It's been done. It's been done. Was it done? Yes, Miss Elizabeth. Can I, Alice can Alice find justice? I, That's I, what, I don't care, actually. How does she solve it? I, it's Alice versus all of hell. Probably getting the exorcist in there. The Exorcist. Sorry for the yeah, spoiler, okay. dear listener friend, but I think that's... You the, haven't seen the show. It what might have. What a, ha- what a horrible happen. piece of hack work that thing must be. Okay, well then, our second brand new production is called Hearty Beach Party. This one might interest you a little bit, Jason. Yeah. It will definitely appear to your inner 14 to 18-year-old, that's for sure. We've trucked in. 80 tons of sand for this one. Loads of beach bodies in swimsuits on display. Written by first-time Smileton playwright Dr. Gone. buddy. This is us fulfilling our obligation to the Smileton Neighbor Fund, wherein we auctioned off the chance for the winner to get a play of theirs produced. Not everyone's cup of tea, 
to be sure. But quite frankly, I don't think this one is even going to make it through dress rehearsal. Oh, nonsense. Are you going to be part of this production, I'm Jason? supporting my friend. You're support are you going to be in the audience or are you going to be up on stage? I'll do what it takes to make sure this production happens, well, which is funny because the okay. Smileton Community Theatre, I'm going to call it out right now, has never actually mounted a play or anything ever because they're a money laundering yeah. operation. Well, it sounds like, Jason, your friend Dr. Gon might need you up on stage. So not to worry, but if it doesn't, I'll swap this one out with a new one-man show that I've written that's a fictionalized autobiography of The Wolfman. Oh. What a tease. What? <laughs> Miss Elizabeth. Because The Wolfman sounds amazing, too. I d does it? Yes. I don't think The Wolfman going to, uh, talking to you for an hour and a half is going to be interesting. I can never resist a Wolfman. Oh, brother. Well, it, again, this is supposed to make us want to go to the Smileton Community Theater, if yeah. such a thing existed. Okay, but this is Dr. Gon's production, so I thought you Yeah, were... well, you know, I support him. Yeah. Uh, he showed me some of the drafts for Hardy Beach Party, and there was definitely some hijinks going on there. Okay, hijinks, sand, sounds like fun. Yeah, well, he, yeah. In, in, a, in a proper world, I'd be there on opening night. But the fact is, we're having to do it through the horrible vessel of the Smileton Community Theater. Okay. They're crooks, they're money launderers. Uh, they've been duping okay. this town. You're never going to get a show produced with that attitude. Right. Returning this season is The Butler Hollers at Midnight, which is a tricky murder mystery that's also a puppet show. Oh, neat. Last year's smash hit returns in a revamped production. You should see the puppet we've put together for Inspector Mulcahy's trusty sidekick, Sergeant Barnes. It's a complete scream and a hoot. I don't know what any of that is. It's a new puppet. Okay. <laughs> well, say no more. I know most of you have seen this one, but please remember not to shout out spoilers during the Act 3 segment in which Inspector Mulcahy asks for audience help in figuring out the villain behind the disappearance of Madame Brunel. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So this is kids' theater now? Well, you know... What do you think, boys and girls? Well, she they, did it! She did it! Okay, well, don't shout it out if you already know the answer. <laughs> Our 2023-24 season wraps up with the world premiere of Laughing Pants, the delightful musical adventure about a pair of magical pants that transforms its wearer into a singing Pied Piper figure who leads their community to a promised land of wonderment and awe. This is right up your alley, Jason. This sounds like... Laughing Pants. I don't think... Miss Elizabeth, do you... We don't know each other that well off mic, but holy cow, that's that's the... You think I would like Laughing Pants? Yeah, because I think you'd like to see yourself as a Pied Piper that leads your community to a promised land of wonderment and awe. You couldn't be more wrong. Really? Is that not what this whole podcast is kind of all about? I hope you're in the mood to hear a stage full of singers going la, la, la for two and a half hours because this show is all tunes and no words. Mm. Although I guess... La 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 wouldn't be counted as a word. There might be some sounds, but not words. And the second act is silent and it's all mime. And I'm going to stop right there because I don't need you beating down the ticket office doors, demanding tickets. Hit our website and bang on the door in cyberspace instead. Oh, don't worry. I don't think you're going to have to worry about the demand for any of these productions, Laughing my friend. Laughing pants, lots of music, lots of mime. It's going to be a very good time. Again, Smileton's coming off bad here. If this is the kind of entertainment we put on for ourselves. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's what we like to do. Oh, okay. It's creative. Boy, that was a long paid advertisement. That was a lot. Yeah. Community theater in Smileton has never been better. And it's all thanks to the Smileton Community Theater. See you this fall. Well, Miss Elizabeth, thank you. I guess I guess we better. uh, I'm I'm looking forward to my cut of the loot uh, for this particular advertisement, because I think this must have been the platinum package because that went on a long time. Sorry, you needed to get in there earlier. I have already spent it on a large crate of pudding. Okay. I don't like pudding, Miss Elizabeth, so this leaves so, me up the creek. Sorry. Well, I got to get distracted because I'm, I'm, I'm cheated again. And, and the only thing that can soothe my jangled nerves right now is some music. So let's just reach over and tune in to the Smileton Radio. We're going to play a song by my hard rock and Smileton-based band, the Smile Syndicate. And I think we're going to uh, look to the stars and dream about the day we go to New Planetoid. Let's listen.
Planetoid by the Smile Syndicate right here on Hello, Smileton. It's so peppy. I like that song. It's it's a fun one, Miss Elizabeth, yeah. and it is featured on the latest Smile Syndicate album that's available on all streaming platforms. Mr. Blue Hullabaloo is the name of the album. Check it out. You won't regret one second of listening to it. Yeah. Miss Elizabeth, uh, the, you know, after, you know, I was listening to the song and it gave me a few minutes to kind of ponder what we had just witnessed with that mm-hmm. paid advertisement. Listening to that song is kind of like looking up into the stars, it's, don't you find? Uh, yes, Miss Elizabeth, but I know you, you don't distract me now. <laughs> I want to talk about that paid advertisement okay. because it's making me reconsider this whole this whole system we have set up here where people give us cash in an envelope behind the toilet on the third floor in the yes. Smileton Public Library. It's worked and for we us just, so far. It has, but it was, it's, starting to, it's starting to worry me now. So I think we need to need, need to change the system here a little bit. I think we got to so. drop this cash thing. Mm. And I think we got to go to some kind of barter system. Okay. Because I haven't seen one red cent of this cash that's been coming in from paid advertisements. Mm. Not one. Okay. And if, if, if it could be something like... We we you meet me at the Smileton Mall food court and you buy me lunch uh, for three weeks. Then they'll do a paid ad for you, something like that. Okay, okay. I think that might work better, Miss Elizabeth, because it okay, would have given me the chance to it. kibosh that community ad. I got to be honest, we might be stuck at a tie vote on that new policy change because the cash works great for me. It doesn't. I I, I hate that this show is a democracy. <laughs> Speaking of that, speaking let's of pe- hear from Smiletonian. Yeah, yeah. I don't need your help, friend. I was about, <laughs> I, I had a nice little transition, and that goof stomped all over it. Okay. Good. <laughs> speaking of democracy, <laughs> the people having their say is what this next segment is all about. We turn the doors open to this show and let every every last one of the hoi polloi stumble in here. <laughs> And write their names on the wall. Indeed. Effectively, we're, of course, I'm talking about the Smileton Community Message Board. That's right. People write in with their me- their messages, their crank missives, and we just got to bear the brunt of it. Yeah. So we're going to hear from various Smileton citizens right now. So, Miss Elizabeth, who is the f- what's the first message you're going to hit us with? Yeah, I got one. Okay, please consider this a death metal thank you to the stranger who returned my summoning staff to me when I forgot it at the cinnamon bun place. I've only recently gotten into the death metal culture, and what I've seen of the people involved has told me giving up my dental practice was the best idea that I ever had. Can I stop this person right there? So somebody has given up their dental practice in order to get into the death metal scene. Commendable. Commendable. Miss Elizabeth, you're you're partially to blame. They have a summoning staff and everything. This person's been led astray. It's amazing. I've dedicated my life fully to death metal, and in the three months since I told my patients that I would be leaving dentistry to pursue life amidst the tormented sorcerers of the forgotten tombs of infinity, I've been having the time of my afterlife. This is just a cry for help. I've only just now settled on my face paint design, which, Jason, you don't always have to settle on a face paint design. You can change it as much as you want. (sighs) And my cloak and the Smiles and Death Metal Festival is the first event that I've ever attended. Is it too late to save this person? They've made some bad choices here. They They don't need saving. I crafted my summoning staff from driftwood, and it's really important to me. I'm not sure if a summoning staff is even a thing in death metal. It is. 
but I was sure glad when some death metal stranger returned it to me after calling the phone number that I had burned into the shaft. Smart idea burning anything into the shaft. We've still got a week of festival left, everyone, so let's keep on talking about monsters and spooky boogeymen and the other death metal things. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm off to do the Monster Mash. Signed, Kenneth J. Templeton, DDS No More, mailbox 15678. Miss Elizabeth. Wow. That is a long way to say I've lost my path. I'm, ex- I'm mentally exhausted. I need help. Cons- I need to step away from my practice for a few months. I'll be back at it. Uh, patients, don't worry. I'm just I'm seeing a little things a bit funny now. And what? And instead of getting the help he needs, what does he get? He gets sucked into community? the void of the death metal community, He's where those community. rapacious jackals will feast on his uh, innocent bones. He's got community. He's got. He's got friends. He's got. Uh, he's got a lo- lot of different cr- arts and crafts he's that he can participate in. He's got impending bankruptcy, for sure. Well, you don't know that for sure. I, I'm, he's I'm, been a dentist. Uh, the, the judgment on display here makes me think, uh, to the extent this person has any money left, uh, they will be soon the victim of okay. every huckster in town. Well, Kenneth, we're worried about you financially. Yeah, I'm worried about him full uh, 360. Okay. The Smileton Society for Creative LARPing is under siege. Our LARPers have always taken pride in the fact that the weapons, armor, and clothing that goes into our live role-playing adventuring has been consistently first-class since the organization was formed. A key foundation stone in this effort has been the chainmail, which we don ourselves proudly. Up to now, we've been getting all our chainmail done by a local artisan named Patrick of Green Hill. Well, this week... I tried to place an order with him to replace a chainmail glove that my landlord threw away stupidly because I dropped it in the lobby of my building when I was getting the mail. Well, imagine my shock when this Patrick of Green Hill says he's now making chainmail exclusively for the Pickle Hills LARPing Society hmm. and he can't do work for us anymore. Apparently, they're paying him for his work in Canadian dollars, which is one, anachronistic, and two, where are we supposed to get our chainmail from? If anyone hearing this message is an expert craftsman with at least eight years' experience in crafting chainmail, please submit your application to the Smileton Society for Creative LARPing. Please hurry, as throwing myself into my next pretend sword fight with only one chainmail glove on would make me make me look foolish. Madrick the Lesser, mailbox 15505. Wow, Madrick, I can definitely feel your frustration. I mean, if we don't have chainmail here in Smileton, I can foresee a lot of problems. Well, and was, not just in the LARPing community. I mean, chainmail is kind of a staple. He was counting on this Patrick of Green Hill. The guy's jamming out on him. He yeah. signed an exclusive deal with a rival club. I, I, maybe you got to settle this on the LARPing battleground. Or maybe someone else can come out and become a chainmail maker. Maybe, okay, what you, okay, what you maybe do. Maybe Mr. Kenneth. Mr. Kenneth J. Templeton, DDS No More, might want to look into chainmail. Chainmail goes well in the death metal community. I think I've solved our problem. You're helping everybody, aren't I you? I am. I think what has to happen is that this Patrick of Green Hill has to uh, put on some fancy clothes to sit on this throne kind of thing and have these two groups battle for his hand. Hmm. His creative uh, chainmail making hand, okay. Miss Elizabeth. I like my solution better. Pretend sword fight. Settle it that way. Okay. The Smileton Roller Rink is having its lazy, hazy, crazy days of good time summer event this weekend. All right. Come and skate for free. Oh, 
If okay, Miss Elizabeth, you should have started the show with this because okay. what a piece of good news. Come and Free roller skating That's right. if you, in the summertime. If you don't have your own skates, Jason, you can use one of our pairs oh. also for free. From beginners to expert, there's lots of roller skating fun to be had this Saturday. It's, Christmas is coming early. Free hot dogs, pop, uh, and potato chips for all skaters. Jeepers. This is going to be great. You said it, man. As mentioned previously, Jason, uh-oh, I didn't read ahead. From the Hello Smileton show. Oh, there's no question it's you, Jason. You are not welcome. Why? No explanation provided. Greg with two G's, mailbox oh. 8594. Maybe leave him a message at mailbox no, 8594. I, no, okay, I, I get it. Okay. You're not welcome. You know I, I, I shot my mouth off. You know I, was I was getting a coffee order. We have to give our names at this place. And the, and the, and the guy beside me, uh, they were trying to read the name out. And they said, Greg, Greg. And he said, no, that's Greg with two G's. And I started laughing at him and I made okay. fun of him for saying Greg with two G's. And so that's why he signed his name that way. My goodness. I, know, I love the Smileton. Like the Smileton roller rink was dilapidated. They yeah. restored it. I was in favor of it. And they, they, they turned on me for no real reason that I can see. I wasn't welcome yeah. at the opening ceremony. Okay. I thought time had passed enough or I could maybe sneak in. This free event sounds Freaking terrific. I wonder. And then the, and it turns out this Greg with the two G's, it bites me in the keister. I think maybe you should show up in the chicken costume. Oh, yeah. I could roller skate in a costume. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, that, that might even add to the fun, Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. Thank you for your uh, useful suggestion. You're welcome. Yeah. Where did the hacky sack go? Everyone used to do it back in the day. I sure miss it. Time to bring it back. Anyone want to join me in Harvester Square this Friday evening? I'll bring the sax dacky, the boombox, and the snapple. Fred with two Ds. What? Ugh, what is going on here? Well, Fred has two Ds. There's Mailbox another Fred 16, with only one six, D. Okay, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I'm being pranked here. Uh, my my dislike for hacky sack is well known. I don't know if this is Greg with two Gs you messing like with me. You don't like hacky sack? No, come, Why come on, Miss Elizabeth. Ask me something your, serious. It's a hang with your friends. They take it seriously. I, they okay. hack the sack. I, no, no sack hacking. It's a bad idea. Okay. Well, I mean, it's kind of sportive. It's it's lighthearted. The colorful balls flying everywhere. No, I, it, it doesn't sound good to me, Miss Elizabeth. It sounds like a, a something that should remain in the past. All right. Well, this Friday evening, right? That's when that's happening. To me, it's not happening at all. Okay. The Smileton Public Library would like to remind local groups and organizations that the use of the public meeting areas in the library is a privilege, not a right. Time to review a few ground rules. Number one, no alcohol. I'm tired of having to clean up after people who have overindulged. And if you do have to drink, don't also have so many cheesies. It's more than one of you doing this. Well, that sounds rough. Wow. Number two, take it easy on the noise. You don't all have to scream yourselves hoarse just to have fun. Number three, stop lighting fires in the garbage cans. Do I really need to say this? Oh my goodness. So everyone, please be on notice that if you book one of our meeting spaces, there's an expectation that you can behave as grown adults. And if you can't, we're going to have to look at some kind of vetting process or something because this is getting ridiculous from Catherine Mailbox, 17955. Well, I, 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 hear, I, hear, I hear her. It sounds like a lot of partying. That People are going in drunk. They're screaming at each other. And they're lighting <laughs> fires, presumably turning the lights off. Like, do it in the park. Boy, it sounds like the party's at the public library because when is. you say it that way it sounds awesome it does sound amazing but well, kind of stinky afterwards i mean who wants to be around well, i don't work there i don't have to clean it up well 
Somebody does, and Catherine's sick of it. This was a, I, this was an unintentional uh, advertisement. Okay. Come on down and bring your own booze, and no let's go. One, it's party time. No one's paying Catherine enough to well, clean up after that. Not my problem. The Kickapoo Kids are pleased to announce that they are now accepting new members once again after the nasty scandal that engulfed the club has died down. If there's one thing you can say about the seniors' dance club world is that it's it's over it's that it's over the top, intense, and competitive. Nasty accusation that the Kickapoos have been using performance enhancers to power their dominating performances at recent dance events have sullied the good name of our club. Us keeping our heads down for the last while, along with figuring out better ways to mask the use of performance enhancers, has let the air clear a bit, and we're now ready to dominate the seniors' dance scene once again. Hit the floor, Kickapoos, and crush all who would stand against you. Victory and annihilation. Gladys, mailbox 974. Yeah. I didn't think I was interested in a senior's dance club, but I may have to see if they'll take a youngin' like me, because that sounds... It sounds fun. Miss Elizabeth, when they take their dancing so seriously, yeah. they talk about their victory and their foes' annihilation. Yeah. How do you not want to be part of that? Yeah. So you don't even just want to be in the audience, because I was going to say, well, we can go and watch. Like, you don't have to be in the Kickaboo Kids in order to enjoy that scene. Miss Elizabeth, I, if we went to a Kickapoo dance event together, I, somehow you would inject yourself into the proceedings. You'd start organizing the dance. You'd make everybody smile instead of being scowling and, and dancing with intensity. Oh. You'd turn the whole thing upside down. Okay. I've seen you at work. Probably true. Well, that's it for the Smileton Community Message Board for this week. Yeah. Troubling, troubling statements from many of our uh, fellow citizens. Uh, seek the help you need, some of you, because you, you definitely do. And, and the rest of you, keep on going, because it sounds like there's some good times happening out there. There are some good times. Well, good time is here right now, Miss Elizabeth, as well, because we're going to listen to a, a Smile Syndicate song. Yeah. And this one's going to funk it up till the cows come home. Boogie, got a groove loose. Let's listen. Straight dog, it's boogie on the brain. Got my booty shaking.
Got a groove loose by the Smile Syndicate right here on Hello Smileton. Yeah. Kind of fun. Yeah. Kind of funky. It's a funky stomper, Miss Elizabeth. I think the Kickapoo kids might enjoy dancing to that song. Oh, I did. Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. Such things never occurred to me before. There you go. Well, I'm just staring off into space thinking about the possibilities of that. Yeah. I think I may enjoy a Kickapoo Kid event even more if they were dancing to Smile Syndicate stuff. I guarantee it, yeah. While they were mercilessly See, vanquishing their opponents. Sometimes when I put my nose into things, it actually does improve things. It's so rare though, Miss Elizabeth. It's but not, it just it's not worth right it. It's, it's not right. I know, I know. <laughs> we'll see how you do next time. Speaking of next time, we're going to have some more fun with you, dear listener friend, next week. Thanks so much for checking in this time. And I get ready for next week. We're going to be, we're going to be back. Yeah. With and another... I'll be having fun with you, co-host Jason. Oh, on the show? And you'll be having fun with me. Well, we'll be having I'm... fun together. Time will tell. I can't wait. Uh, we're going to be back next week for another all new episode of Hello Smileton. In the meantime, this one's done. It's been fun. Miss Elizabeth, take us out. That's it. We hope you enjoyed the show. Tell a friend about Hello Smileton. There's a lot of fun going on here, so let's share it with as many people as we can. The world needs more Smileton, so spread the word, make a difference. So it's bye-bye from Jason. Bye-bye. And bye-bye from me. See you next week. And as always, remember, friend, the sun is the jukebox. <laughs>